When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place for parents of estranged adult children to find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories to help you during some of your darkest hours, to bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed, then to build you up and inspire you to love yourselves even more. So this is my first podcast. I really started this podcast so that some um, so people wouldn't think they're alone in um, being estranged from their adult children. Um, it, it seems to be a definite issue in the world. Um, you know, some things there's there's issues for. You know, sometimes they just don't make any sense. Sometimes the the children just cut off the adults in their life, their parents. Um, I'm sure some of them think they're doing it for a valid reason, and some of them probably are, um, but in the same breath, some of them are not. Um, So really started this out of my own experience uh, about two and a half, well, three and a half years ago now. um, My adult son uh, decided that, you know, I didn't know why it happened exactly. I had suspicions why it happened, but those wouldn't come into um, any kind of validation until later or really wouldn't find out in, for two and a half years. started because my son and I and uh, my current wife had an issue with him and his wife. Um, some things were misunderstood and taken out of context and... You know, things happened, a lot of things were said, and it just seemed to, um, at the time, you know, it seemed to be completely out of nowhere, make absolutely no sense, you know, and it was, it, it, it was treated like a, a, a loss, which is what it was. There were several months there that I just thought that I was the worst parent in the world, that what did I do? How did I let this happen? I had nobody except for my immediate family, you know, and really my wife and my other two kids, because they were, uh, one was the youngest of our children. Our youngest daughter was there 
when things blew up and the oldest one was not living with us, but in subsequent conversations, you know, and things that happened, she was made aware by us how things happened and we were just devastated. We we had no idea what caused it. We had no idea how to fix it. It was awful. Um, and this was Labor Day 2016, that area. So it was just a little before the holidays. You know, I, I tried to let it go and, you know, say, okay, well, everybody just needs to breathe. Everybody needs to take a step back and and see what happens. So, you know, a week or two goes by, and I, um, you know, and I'll, it's all a little fuzzy now, you know, but a couple of weeks go by, and I try to reach out, and really didn't get very far. You know, a few more weeks go by, and we really have heard nothing. And at this point, uh, my son had a two-year-old, well, coming up to be two-year-old, so my granddaughter, and... We were completely cut off from them. They lived about an hour away from us, so not too far, but not like we could just, you know, drop by necessarily and in an area where we would have no other reason to go um, but to go there. So that made it difficult. Um, so holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving's coming up. I try really hard, you know, to put something together that we can all talk and, and hammer this out. And, um, you know, it just didn't happen, um, for various reasons. And, and so we went into the Thanksgiving holiday completely cut off and estranged. It was, it was hard. It was really, really hard, you know, to go back a little bit when my son was growing up, you know, we had a, tense relationship, you know, and, and he had his issues, like n nothing serious, but just defiant issues. So, you know, when he finally grew up, got married, started his own family, um, things got good. I mean, they got really good. And this estrangement just came completely out of nowhere, to, as far as I could tell, because there was no communication. Um, again, explanation will come later, but, you know, it came out of nowhere. So I worked on it and, you know, I, I tried to get us together before the holidays, before like Thanksgiving started, we had something arranged, we were all going to talk and, you know, another breakdown happened and, you know, it was just, it was hard. So that didn't happen. I thought surely by Christmas things would be better. We could have a chance to talk and, and work some stuff out. And it just never happened. I went and I think it was January of that year. I decided, listen, I, I, I am having trouble. I am having some real trouble with my emotions, with caring about anything that happened you know, or was happening at the moment. I didn't care about paying my bills. I didn't care about working so much, you know, I mean, it was, and I, I'm not that kind of person, you know, so basically I'm a happy person, you know, I get stressed from time to time, but I think that's pretty normal. Um, but basically I'm a happy person and, and I just knew I was, 
I was not, I, I, I wasn't happy. I was anything but happy. So I decided to go to my doctor and uh, talk to them about some anti-depression medication. Um, I didn't want to be on some hard, heavy medicine that was going to make me just more lethargic than I already was. That wasn't the answer. I just needed a little boost, you know, and I didn't want to be on it forever. Uh, you know, I talked to him about it and explained everything, and so we started out with some some real minor medication, gave me some bigger stuff in case I had a really bad day, you know, or really needed it, which I never really did. But taking the lower dose stuff really, really helped me, um, helped me get my head on a little straighter. So I was able to function. I still wasn't happy, obviously. You know, I'm missing my granddaughter. I'm missing my son. Missing my daughter-in-law, you know, because we had become very close, I felt like. And, you know, I, I just didn't know what was going on. So I did all that, and it helped. It, it really helped me, you know, level out a little bit. But again, I still wasn't happy. Um, so I've, I've gone through the gamut. I've gone through, like I said earlier, the, oh my God, what did I do? What a horrible parent I am. What, how could I let this happen? All of that, you know, to being angry, both at, you know, my son, his wife, back at me, you know, the world, <laughs> you know, I just didn't understand. I just didn't understand. Um, and it was probably, that was probably a good six months into June of the following year. So, you know, I still was just having trouble dealing with it, as most of us do. Um, but I, I muddled through, you know, I worked. I tried to put on the happy face. I tried like most estranged parents, you know, when people would ask about your kids, just give them a fluff answer. You know, there were a few people that knew, you know, there were a few closer friends at work that, that kind of knew what was going on. So, you know, they helped. Um, and I, I just muddled through. I also sought out counseling which also helped uh, tremendously. Um, I don't think I could have um, made it through without that counseling, so I highly recommend, if you can find somebody that can be recommended, that's preferable, you know, somebody that someone knows or can be recommended by your doctor or anyone, really, because um, there's so many people out there that just don't know what they're doing. I was fortunate. I was helped to see that, you know, regardless of the cause and whether it was, you know, my fault, their fault, both of our faults, anything that 
you know, I didn't deserve that just being cut off completely. Um, and I, I was not a bad person, you know, so I did that and it was probably the coming up to the holidays the next year started getting tough again, made it through everything else, you know, birthday, father's day, my son's birthday, you know, all of that. And coming up to the holidays, it got rough again. You know, it, it didn't help. We had other issues. My my wife's mother was in a nursing home, and she eventually passed away, you know, from complications with strokes and stuff. So during that whole time, she was in a nursing home, and, you know, I'm trying to support my wife, and she's trying to support me, and it it's just, it was just very hard. So probably coming up to the holidays the next year, I started looking for other ways to help me, you know, other ways to get through it. Surely I'm not the only person out there that is going through this. Surely that there's some sort of support groups that aren't going to cost a lot of money, that people are there just like me, wondering what the hell happened. And I started doing some Facebook group searching, found a few groups, eventually found one that we that I settled into. And when I realized in this particular group, there were thousands of members from all walks of life, from any part of the world, not just the country, but I mean, there were people from everywhere. I then realized, oh my God, you are by far not alone. There are many, many people, and so many of the stories sounded very familiar. So many of them sounded heart-wrenching. So many of them sounded a whole lot worse than mine, you know, with nasty uh, exchanges and sometimes physical altercations and, you know, just all kinds of stuff. So, you know, i began to realize that while, yes, I wasn't alone by any stretch, I had it easier than some, in a way, you know, because sometimes no communication is worse, in a way, than some communication. But for me, for me, I think it was, it was easier in a way that I was getting the silent treatment, you know, rather than some of this really nasty, nasty, and I can't even begin to tell you the things that I read. And it just, it, it helped me, but it just made me, made me realize what a huge problem it is. So, you know, I was in that group for a couple of months you know, probably three or four months, actually. And then some things happened in that group and I wasn't real thrilled with. And myself and a couple of other estranged parents formed our own group. We didn't like the direction that was. And we formed our own group. And that has been very, I think the word is cathartic, to be giving back, you know, 
to other people that I know are hurting and I know are going through some serious stuff. Um, so it has been a great thing. Now, a year ago, today is Memorial Day when I'm recording this um, in 2020. So actually one year ago today, um, my son attended my youngest daughter's high school graduation. And from that point forward, we started talking, started delving into some of the things that happened. And, you know, come to find out, and and he has made no bones about that he regrets handling things the way he did. Um, so, you know, come to find out that there was just something in him that was triggered from a childhood memory that I had no clue about, but that he thought I did, you know, and this is all very in a nutshell, but, um, there's a lot more to it, but that's kind of what started the silent treatment. And then, and then we could just never connect, you know, he was, he was, he felt that he was protecting his daughter from a similar hurt that he felt in his childhood, and I had no idea. I had no idea that that had happened. There was third-party things involved, and doesn't make it go away for him, doesn't make it any better, you know, that it had actually happened, but, you know, I, I just didn't know. You know, like I said, he thought I knew. I didn't know. So the whole big thing, you know, I mean, that's not what initially started it but what started it triggered that and triggered that feeling and then it it just went to hell from there so i will say that now we're we're in a pretty good place you know things aren't perfect i don't think they'll ever be perfect not that they were ever perfect to begin with you know but we're in a pretty good place you know we have our ups and downs but i think i don't think that's anything to do with the estrangement. I think that's just life. So there is always that knee-jerk reaction. I can't say that, or I could lose them all again. You know, even though he's promised and, you know, told me both of them, him, him and his wife, you know, that they won't let that happen again. It's too important. I have grown so, so close to my granddaughter. Um, I love her to bits and, you know, I don't think that they would let that happen, you know, but it's still that knee jerk reaction. So it's, uh, it's been a, been a crazy few years, you know, and then of course we have other kids. We have, you know, uh, our youngest daughter is 20. She's in college now. She's still living with us. She's in college. She's making her way in the world, and, and probably next year she'll be, probably in January is her plan, actually. She will move out and either find somewhere around here, or she may move to another friend's house out of state. Who knows? She's got a couple of different options, which is great. But, you know, in her, when this happened, it, she was six, she's just turning 16, you know, so it was... It was a real hard time to keep paying attention to her and giving her things that she needed when I couldn't give myself the things I needed. You know, thank God my wife was there and she could help me through and she's my rock. But 
you know, it's, it's, uh, it was tough. So, so now I'm here 2020, like I said, Memorial Day, May 25th, 2020, ready to start this podcast. Um, this will obviously be aired a little later, but I'm ready to get this thing going to try to help some of you out there that might be feeling some of this stuff that think you're alone. You know, I want to bring this out of the shadows. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, I mean, granted, some people may have done something that had their children cut them off or whatever. I think for the most part, I think there's a lot of third-party involvement, whether it's exes or in-laws or whatever, and, you know, and misunderstandings, and I think there's just so many factors. So I, I, I wanted to start this to get this out of the shadows, like I said, to make sure that people know that they're not the terrible parent that they think they are just because your child decided to cut you out of their life. You know, I mean, we've even had parents who admit they did some pretty awful things when, when their kids were young and, you know, that they worked past it, they thought they were in a good place, and then this happens. So I I don't have all the answers. I am by far not a psychologist or psychiatrist, but just a guy that has been there, done that, and I want to help people, and I thought this is a good way to do it. You know, we can keep our our anonymity in a way, and be able to still put some things out there that people need to be aware. People need to know. There's a lot of people guiding our kids in the wrong direction, telling them to cut us out of their lives. And sometimes I think they just don't have the maturity yet to make another any other decisions. If somebody's egging you on to do a certain thing, then you're likely to do that. So, and it's not in all cases. I'm not saying that every daughter-in-law or mother-in-law or son-in-law or whatever or family member is trying to sway your kids. I'm not saying that at all. I just know it happens sometimes. So, I, I, I honestly, I thought that was the case with my case, but I have come to learn that it's not. So, you know, I said a lot of things um, about my daughter-in-law uh, initially that were not were not fair, were not true. I just didn't know. So what transpired made sense to me at the time, but now knowing some of the other stuff, it wasn't true at all. So anyway, um, so that's my story. That's my first story. I'm putting it out there. I hope to do at least one a week to help like i said get this out there get it out of the shadows get people talking about it get families back together if at all humanly possible you know and it's not always possible but and if that's not the case then to let you know that you are not alone and there's many of us out there you just have to find find your tribe so i have found mine 
and fortunately my son and I are in a good place now but taking my experience and trying to help others as well as some of my new friends from my groups that I'm I hope to be hearing from soon so you don't just have to listen to me um, but uh, I'll share some stories here and there and and see what what comes out of this and, and I hope all good things so anybody that you know you're welcome to uh, shoot me an email the email address is beyond the pain podcast at gmail.com and remember till next time allow yourself to live beyond the pain
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.